Good evening, motivators. Freaking Dr. Drill here. Dr. Drill's Making Motivation Podcast. It's almost 8 p.m. on a Wednesday. I'm riled up, man. I'm charged from the day. I think I have the best job that there is. Being a chiropractor, man, I get to deal with people. You know, and sometimes people are freaking idiots. But most of the time, they're really wonderful and they're appreciated. You make them feel good. Take away their pain, make them move better, make them happy, amuse them, tell a story, take in a story. People are just incredible. There's an exchange of energy that takes place. You know, this isn't some woo shit. This is real. Like you're in another person's presence. You're in another human's presence and you care about them. Not only because it's your job to care about them, but you give a shit. You want them to feel good. You want to, to 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 give them a good turn, literally and figuratively. You have a vested interest in their success in, in liberating themselves from pain and restoring balance to their body and their mind. You know? This morning I had a patient came back from Italy, brought a box of cookies, small box of authentic Italian cookies, kind of like a gooey center, some sort of hazelnut mix in there, fucking delicious, you know, I feel like how she gave something to me, something very special, not in this product that I could, who knows, I might even be able to find it in a gourmet shop around here, I could certainly order it online if I wanted to, right, she brought it back from Italy herself, this box of cookies, she gave it to me gave it to me and Diane at the office. It was a nice gesture. I feel like a piece of Italy came home with her, and I listened to her stories and the the things that she did about her adventures in Italy for 16 days, and we shared that time. I shared in that experience. I lived vicariously through her. I had another patient came in had such a horrible night sleep, had such a horrible headache that as a, as a defense mechanism, she slept for like 20 hours. Her husband, she woke up to her husband checking her pulse because he wanted to make sure she was alive. And as she fought back tears... I tried to distract her from her plight and tried to help her physically. Tried to help dig her out of this this headache and this pain. And gave her a hug. And talked shit. She's a devil dog. I talked shit about the Marine. Told stories. Tried to distract her from, you know, this, her plight. And help her and care about her. And as she was leaving gave her a nod, gave her a, and she knows, she, you know, that's, that's more than any, better than any adjustment, more powerful than any adjustment that I could possibly render, is genuinely giving a shit for somebody, to somebody, and that they would put their health in my hands, literally, and ask me to help them get out of this situation, and that I want to more than anything and that when I'm working on on somebody like that that I feel so strongly about I'm literally trying to 
impart something, trying to leave a piece of me with them. I'm feeling good at the moment, so here, take this. Let's laugh, let's hug, let's, let me give you a good physical medicine treatment here. Get some of this shit out of your way. Let me lift you up when you're falling down. It's a, God, it's a great feeling. And I had an old lady sit on the table of 80 years of age. Flaky ass skin and hurting, couldn't turn her neck. Tight muscles. Helped her, put a smile on her face. We did a set of shrugs. Showed her how to do dumbbell shrugs to reset her neck musculature. And we're calling cadence and talking trash. Got her on the magic carpet ride. It's a good feeling to help her. I'll see her again soon. Had a new patient come in that had been mishandled by a previous doctor. Tried to bend him over, essentially, and financially. Little did the guy know, the doctor know, that this dude is freaking works in the financial industry, so he wasn't going to be taking any, tolerating any fast ones from this guy. You know, so I felt like there was a niche to fill there, to to make this person feel better about my profession, about the person who's caring for him, really cared about him, and really wanted to give him a, a fair deal, fair exchange, and deliver a, a thorough treatment. And I feel like I accomplished that. I got a couple other calls or texts or Facebook messages coming in about people who are asking my for my help or asking for my advice that they would reach out to me, that I was somebody that they would turn to when they had a predicament, a challenge, a question. God, it just means so much to me. I want to honor it. I want to help them. I want to be the one who is there for them and that they remember that, that I'm going to be the one to pick you up when you're down or or that you need a leg up. I'll be there for you. I'll stand with you. A lot of occasions like that today transpired. I just feel good about people. I feel good about the work that I'm doing. And about human nature. I think that it's a good thing. It's a very positive thing. There's a lot of wonderful people out there that they just need somebody to help them. We all need to help one another. We all need to reach out and just be there. I'm fortunate that it's my job to do this, to be there for people. But what is more fulfilling? I can't imagine anything more fulfilling than being the one that people look to when they're in trouble, when they need help. That's my job, man. I get paid to do that. Technically, not to the extent that I do, but ain't nobody going to freaking give me shit for going the extra mile and helping people, giving them a hug, giving them a kind word, giving them a firm handshake, giving them a fair deal, fair exchange, a little pain relief, a little smile on their face. What's the price tag on that? Far more than any insurance company is willing to reimburse, I'll tell you that right fucking now. It makes me feel good to make others feel good. And I know there's a lot of this happening. I ain't the only one that does shit like this. Whether you're a butcher, baker, candlestick, friggin' maker, you have an opportunity to help people. All those teachers out there helping students learn, being there for them. Mentoring them. Mothering them. Fathering them. You know, 
functioning as a, an advocate for that individual. Tremendous. But I don't care what the hell you do. You have an opportunity to be, have an impact on those around you. You can lead by example. Put a smile on your face when everybody else is frowning. Be positive when everybody else says the sky is falling. Be motivated when people are friggin' concerned about uncertainties in this world or about the things they see on the friggin' news ticker. I mean, let's really go after it. Let's really extend a hand in fellowship. Reach out. Reach out and touch someone. Reach out. Reach out and just say hi. It's important work. It must be done. You know, I can't fucking wait until Friday when I'm back in there. I can't wait till tomorrow morning at eight o'clock when I'm out there in the classroom with my A and peers, 60 motivators peering down in their, our amphitheater room from their chairs, looking to me for a little bit of knowledge, looking to, to leave me, leave with something better than they had in terms of the knowledge that they have and, the, and to prepare them, help them prepare for their future occupation. Somebody who cares. Somebody who really wants to see them succeed. That's who I want to be. So I ain't got time for bullshit. I ain't got time for negativity. I ain't got time for weak-mindedness, failure, uh, negative self-talk. Ain't got time to bleed. It's time to live, my friends. And we lift ourselves up when we freaking help other people. It's just absolutely tremendous. Think of some of the other things. Oh, I forgot this one. Let me end with this. I had a woman come in, a black woman, maybe 60s, sweetheart of a woman. Funny as hell. She says that she had sang previously in a choir and that she actually had a degree in, in music education and she doesn't do it anymore but she doesn't sing in the choir anymore because she was having some issues uh, with her teeth and she was singing in a choir one time and one of her teeth fell out and she said my teeth fell my tooth fell out when I was singing and I put it in my titty and I closed my mouth I guess she's saying she put it down her shirt like for safekeeping I took that tooth and I put it in my titty and I, people were saying, well, how come you weren't singing? And I said, well, I'm not saying anything, you know, but she was embarrassed because her teeth fell out. You know what we did? We friggin', I put her on the magic carpet ride, face up, vibrating underneath, friggin', got some heat going on her neck, make her feel good, smiling, pulled out my ukulele and I started playing. So we're gonna, she goes, I like a little bit of, what kind of music you like? I like all kinds of music. I like country and western stuff. Okay. Really? Country and Western? Great. I'm going to play you one of the only Country Western songs I know. John Denver, Country Roads Take Me Home. And she sung a gospel version as I strummed relatively badly on the ukulele to John Denver's Country Roads. And I think we did it a couple times, a couple verses. 
And she did a gospel version. It was like, country road, take me home. <laughs> she freaking started going freestyle with this, singing a, a gospel version of country roads, take me home. I think if we kept at it, did a couple rehearsals, we could go on the road with that shit. Just tremendous. And I'm thinking, this moment, what a precious moment that we're singing. It's a strength. It's something she likes to do, and she was reluctant to do it. And she didn't want to go exercise, and she was kind of depressed, she said. Well, it's time to friggin' drive on. It's time to sing. It's time to get out, get down there to the gym. It's time to get moving and grooving and living. That's why we're friggin' here. We're not here to be hanging our heads or to be cooped up in the house, worried about whatever. Most of our concerns or our fears are unfounded. So let's freaking take the power back. And I strummed and she sang a gospel version of freaking Country Roads Take Me Home. I wish I had gotten that on tape, maybe next time. Listen, all I'm saying, life is good. I'm happy to do what it is I do for a living. I couldn't be more sincere or care more about it. About being there for other people. I can't imagine why anybody would not want to work this sort of career in healthcare, you know, whatever, whether you're a doctor or nurse or you're wiping somebody's ass. You have an opportunity to light somebody's eyes up and make them feel alive. I'm talking like Patch Adams type shit. And that's what I try to be like. People come to me because their back hurts and they walk out with a smile on their face, with a positive attitude. Maybe with some sort of direction in life, maybe with a solution to a problem that they have that they was previously unsolvable. I don't solve these problems. I can only deal with people for a half hour that I'm standing there with them over the adjustment table. But I can facilitate within them a powerful healing force. Self-healing, self-help by being a friend. It's essentially what it boils down to. So it's friggin' awesome day. Tomorrow will be a kick-ass day. And I'm going to take a big fucking nap in the middle of the day. I can't wait. Because I'm tired. But I'm fulfilled. Huh! <laughs>